Welcome to Growing Through Grief. I'm your host, Diana Curtis. Growing Through Grief is a weekly sprinkle of education and inspiration to help you take action that leads to personal freedom and greatness. I share powerful conversations with grief experts, spiritual advisors, and other courageous souls in this transformational podcast. I believe with the right support and the power of community, you can eliminate unnecessary prolonged grief. I'm here to teach you how to normalize, recognize, and use grief as a growth tool. I've been a champion for growth for decades since the loss of my mother. Together, we are growing. I'll give you weekly tips and small steps that will move the needle forward so that you are experiencing a healthy inner relationship with yourself. Let's get started. Hi there. I'm Diana Curtis, your host of the Growing Through Grief podcast. I can't express how glad I am to be here talking with you on my very first episode. I am so grateful, not only for this moment, but also thankful that you are here listening to me. I know there's so many other things that you could be doing with your time right now. And I also know without you, I would just be talking to myself. Now, there's no better time than now to speak about the topic of grief. Why? Because as I launched this podcast, grief is a universal experience. It is everywhere. And you are likely experiencing some form of grief yourself due to COVID-19. You know, The pandemic that changed our world, changed our life a year ago, when it announced itself unexpectedly, we all did the best we knew how with the fear, with the grief and the resources we had. We've grieved so much, lost loved ones, our health and the ability to gather together to mourn our losses. We grieve racial injustices against people of color. We grieve the loss of certainty. We grieve the ability to plan ahead. And we grieve the loss of routine experiences that we actually took for granted. And we never knew we would miss these things like shaking each other's hands, receiving and giving warm hugs. And what about meeting your friends at your favorite restaurant? And although our calendars were empty, grief was everywhere. And I know from your conversations with me that many of you were alone in your grief after the death of a spouse, a parent, a child, or maybe a sibling. Now, here we are a year later and we're still being swallowed up by grief. One week, the panic, the fear, and the losses are less. The next week, the pain and the losses rise again, and many of you are attempting to return to life under the new norm, whatever the new norm means, right? What about you? Are you longing to get out into the world again, but you feel safer staying home in isolation? Or are you ready to dive back in with adventurous excitement? Regardless of the direction you are ready to take, 
You want something to be different, right? But maybe you don't know where to start. As a grief specialist and a woman who grieved unnecessarily for decades after the loss of my mom, I just want to help. And so I am launching this podcast, Growing Through Grief. Grief is something you grow through. Now, in the very first episode, I would like to just share a little about myself, how the podcast came about, and what you can expect in future episodes. But here's my first ask of you. Let's take a gentle, cleansing breath together. And sit back, relax, and let's chat. So I was born in Georgia, middle Georgia, to be more exact. You probably hear it in my voice now. And what I was grateful for was the slow pace of country living, gardening, and growing our own food. Just the old-fashioned way of living. My life was interrupted, though. At the tender age of three, my life changed in ways that I didn't have a clue about as a three-year-old. My mom, Carolyn Curtis, died. And all I knew in my heart was mom left me. I was sent to live with my father's family. My four siblings, my two brothers and my two sisters, live with my mom's family. More separation, more losses, 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 losses. The great thing is we lived about 20 minutes from each other, so we connected often. Yet inside, my three-year-old little girl was so heartbroken, and she grieved her mom. Now, I can only imagine I made up my own stories as to why my mother left, right? Because no one talked about her, at least that I can recall. It was such an epic chapter of my life that would shape who I would become as an adult. Mistrust was huge for me, especially of other women. My little mind said, ooh, my mom left. My mom left me, so I associated love with abandonment. If you love me, if I love you, you will betray me. You will leave me. So... I would leave the relationships first because of the fear of rejection. And I never really knew how to be in a long-term relationship. But my life continued. My life continued as though nothing had changed. And I lived this way for decades, from my teenage years to my mid-40s, before I realized I was not okay inside. And I realized I needed to heal the three-year-old little girl who was crying inside for her mother. Yeah, I needed to grieve the loss of my mom. Now, no one ever told me that before. No one gave me permission as a child to grieve. To grieve the person whose voice I heard first. The person who held me first. The person who was supposed to teach me how to be a woman. How to be a girlfriend how to be a wife, how to be a mother. With my mom's death went all of my dreams, my hopes, and my expectations. And the nurturing and the love that every little girl deserves to receive from her mom. So 
As you might imagine, the three-year-old me made up stories about abandonment, rejection, isolation, betrayal, and definitely mistrust, to name a few. And those feelings remained in my heart. And here's how they manifested in my world, in my life. Those feelings were, they were like a magnet attracting more of the same from other people. So if you were feeling abandoned or betrayal inside, you and I would likely connect as friends, only to hurt and betray each other in the end. What we didn't know was our inner experiences were a perfect match. We were struggling with the same issues. Then rather than focus on our own self and heal our stuff, we blame each other for our pain. That stuff inside for me that showed up as betrayal and abandonment. So it attracted other people who were dealing with the same exact thing. Now, if you miss what I just said, I just gave a perfect demonstration of how hurt people hurt people. And that's exactly what we're seeing unfold in the world today. Let's talk about some good news. Yeah, there's lots of good news in my life. Here's the good news. I had a great wraparound support system for my mom's and my dad's family. They provided for my basic needs and, oh yes, my safety. And life felt good. I felt good and content at the time. It was all I knew. I had no needs for anything. In fact, there's a constant reminder for my siblings, even today, that I was a spoiled child, whatever that means. Yet, the void of not having my mother, of not having mom, was always running in the background. And the adults in my life didn't have the tools to help me communicate the pain and the loneliness I was feeling inside. Now, I get it. I'm not tossing around blame or shame here. I realized their primary focus was on my physical well-being, making sure I had clothing, food, shelter, and a good education. So they paid no attention to my emotional and mental needs. Let's fast forward. I moved from the country to Atlanta, where I continued to live. I landed a great career, and I climbed the ladder really fast. But like most people, I leaned on material things to feel better, to feel okay inside. My drug of choice was shopping for clothes. Oh, I loved it. And I still love nice clothes. And yes, I love cars. I still love cars. And even though... I went through the experience of becoming a teenage mother, getting a divorce, and countless other experiences of betrayal. I never really felt the pain inside. And here's why. I never really sat in the pain. I created distractions that took me away from the pain. You know, the business, the life of business, doing this, doing that. And I surely didn't receive the lessons the pain was there to teach me. Because I didn't know better, I chose to swallow the pain and mask my way through life with the fine syndrome. When someone asked me, how are you doing, Diana? I would say, fine. Are you okay, Diana? Yes, I'm fine. 
F-I-N-E, feelings inside never expressed. My spiritual advisor calls it neck down dead. I was numb to the pain resting silently inside of my heart. Now, looking back, I think what kept me grounded was that I was a seeker. I was always seeking and looking for truth, looking for that greater, that more power for me. There was always something nudging me and pulling me forward to do and be more. I always immersed myself in personal development and healing growing up. Now, no, I didn't call it healing. I always felt I was moving through life with grace. I felt the covering by something higher and greater than myself, and I always felt protected. I now realize it was the grace that kept the pain at bay. And today, I'm all better, and I'm living my best life. Because I have some valuable tools that support my spiritual, my emotional, and my mental freedom. And I can't wait to share my growth pathway through grief with you. But you'll have to stay tuned to hear more on how I went from water and seas of abandonment and rejection and harvesting lots of betrayal in my life to planting spiritual seeds of self-compassion and forgiveness. Self-compassion and self-forgiveness that led me to now experiencing a life that honors and loves me back. Yet I count it all good, all of it, the good, the bad, the unpleasant, the pleasant. I wouldn't take back any of it because it's been an epic journey to get me here speaking with you today. And as strange as it might sound, life was pretty good. Life was pretty good. So let's fast forward a few years later. My heart began to blossom like a rose. I began to open up to receive. I was not so shut down and closed off and buttoned up. Now, this occurred only after, number one, I retired from my position with the CDC. And that's when I came into the realization that I didn't know who I was beyond being a mother and having a successful career. And I didn't have a clue how to access the vastness of the gifts that were waiting inside for me to be more, to do more, and to have more. But I quickly realized what my new job was after retiring from the CDC, and that was to take responsibility for my life, to access and tap into the greatness that was inside of me wanting to release and express itself to the world. So what did I do? The seeker in me started looking for ways to grow and expand my life. I began to dig deeper into my soul, explore, and seek out support. So it was that season of exploration that led me to my spiritual mother and advisor, the Reverend Dr. Ejanla Van Zandt. And I have spent the last decade learning and training under her guidance. First, I engaged in my own personal development and healing, pulling back layers and releasing layers of grief and hurt and pain around losing my mom. 
And then I went on to receive specialized training as a spiritual life coach. Wow, what can I say? Those transformational studies and practices changed my life in ways I never imagined for myself. My beliefs began to align more with the truth of my authentic self. You know, the real me, without the mind chatter, without the lies and the untruths that I was telling myself. My mind and my heart felt harmonized, and they were no longer fighting against each other. You know, that tugging and that pulling back and forth. The mind says one thing and the heart wants something different. That all dissipated. And it was replaced with such peace and joy began to rise up inside of me. I became aware of so many truths. You know, the cars, the clothes, the thing, the relationship, the friendship that I was looking for as love. Everything I desired, I realized it already existed inside of me. So by now, I'm seeing unlimited opportunities, unlimited possibilities. It's hard to describe it, but it felt like the entire universe just opened up for me. And then it wrapped me in a blanket of warmth, comfort, and peace. It's difficult to explain the the lightness and the, the flow of life that began to unfold for me. And all I know is it was another chapter in my life that made a massive impact in my spiritual and my personal growth. My relationships with my children, with my family, with friends and colleagues and partners just became easier. Now, I don't know if they change, but what I do know is I change. And the Reverend Dr. Ijenla Van Zandt continues to be an amazing and powerful mentor in my life. Now, why the podcast, you might be asking? Here's why. Number one, as my heartfelt vision became crystal clear, I just allowed it, the vision, to pull me forward in life. Notice I said heartfelt. Even though my heart and my head were in agreement about most issues, I continued to follow my heart. So simply put, the podcast became part of the vision. But first, I had to start stepping into my purpose, stepping into my purpose with ease and flow, a purpose that honors my mom with gratitude for saying yes to my life. Yes to a life that made it possible for me to have three gorgeous daughters and five grandchildren. The one thing I am most proud of and the greatest possibility that will not be possible if it were not for my mom and my dad saying yes to each other, first of all, right? And then yes to me. Naturally, I wanted to dive deeper into becoming a practitioner of the work that supported my healing process. So today, I am an advanced grief specialist. I'm a spiritual life coach and an ordained minister, helping other women with their personal growth so that they too can release unresolved grief and heartbreak that they continue to carry around. Reason number two for starting the podcast is 
women started asking me to use my voice to help them. They wanted to hear more of me. They wanted to hear my voice globally and beyond the private Facebook group that I manage for women who are grieving. They wanted to hear me beyond the signature programs I offer that are healing many souls. And there's a part of me that feel an obligation to share what I've learned from powerful leaders, spiritual advisors, and healers. And even though it feels like it was so long ago, the quiet, introvert, often voiceless Diana is excited about sharing through this platform what I know works. What I know works, I know from experience. So the women ask for more, here I am. Now, what should you expect I promise you authentic, relatable conversations about real situations. We will be diving into topics about the loss of relationships, losses that occur through various circumstances, i.e. death. Death, I believe, is the most crippling loss that one can experience, with divorce a close second behind death. You can expect to receive relationship tools on how to handle breakups, betrayals, any type of separation that breaks your heart. So no matter the type, it doesn't really matter. Your grief is the worst for you, right? It is not to be compared to anyone else's grief. Your grief has its own unique flavor of suffering, and you don't want to do it alone. I believe healing occurs in community, and we want others to witness our healing, our grief. So in future episodes, my expert guests and I will reveal our stories and what it took for us to reconnect to our true self. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive a lot of ahas about life to receive moments of lift that will move you from pain to gratitude and from gratitude to finding meaning after your loss. Now, I'm not referring to meaning in the loss, but meaning you can find going forward after the loss. Also, you should expect to receive some tools some principles and skills that will help you identify that one thing that lights you up inside so that you can elevate your life, your business, your career, your health, and oh yes, your finances and your relationships. These lively, unfiltered, and heart-centered episodes is designed to support you in focusing on what matters most to you. And yes, you will experience moments of laughter, fun, And then it's possible that the next moment you experience is sadness and overflowing tears. And if you're anything like me, you will need support in shifting the way you think, your beliefs, your mindset, and be taught how to reframe that story that's running in the background. And you may need support releasing that false sense of control. Oh my goodness, that is so me. I used to tell people, I got this. I don't need any help or support. And that, for me, led to more isolation and aloneness. So what's your flavor? 
of suffering. Let us support you in not playing that same record, that same story over and over in your head. Know that no matter what your story is, no matter the record that you're playing over and over, it may go something like this. I'm unworthy. I don't deserve it. I'll never be loved again. I cannot survive without my loved one. No matter the story, we will hold your hands until you return to the truth of who you are. We will all experience grief in our lifetime. Grief is expected. Grief is normal. Grief is acceptable. But suffering is optional. You got to know when to break up with grief at least the way you have related to grief in the past. Now, no worries if none of what you heard today resonates with you. Whatever your version of grief is, we will touch on it. These inspirational conversations will help you find grace in it all. Here's tip number one. Focus on your breath. Your breath is life moving through your body. Focus on the breath and keep growing. I hope you got some value from this session. And just know that I love connecting with you in this manner. And I'm looking forward to our next session together. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Growing Through Grief and being part of this loving community of women. If you enjoyed what you heard, Please share and spread the word. Let's help all women become richer and more nourished in their heart so that they're able to just keep on rising. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, or you would like to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at coachingtotheheart.org. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep on growing.